By embracing their natural strengths, women advisors are upending the status quo and challenging the financial industry with a more authentic approach to doing business. Welcome to the Femex Advisor Podcast, where we empower female financial advisors to fearlessly embrace their authentic selves. Adri Miller-Heckman, the founder of Femex Advisor, inspires and empowers women to leverage their natural strengths, creating more energy, passion, and success. Follow along for female-driven, inspirational, and motivational strategies for you to create the extraordinary life you have always wanted. Well, hello, and welcome, everybody, to the Femex Advisor podcast, where women fearlessly embrace their authentic self. I'm Adri Miller-Heckman, founder of Femex Advisor, and I'm very excited about my guest today. Now, for those of you who have been binging my podcast, you may remember this guest. She was the woman who lost her home to Hurricane Katrina, within two years went through a divorce, and then eventually left her family's wealth practice to carve out her own niche on her own. In fact, when I started coaching Susan, she had just moved to a new city. She had no contacts, no resources, and started working with this firm, but she knew she wanted to focus on women. Well, today, and this is probably a little over a year later, she's a partner in her firm, Provice Management, and she is just hosted her first live Savvy Women event, and it went beautifully. And so I really wanted her to come on the call to share a couple things. First of all, why it took so long, and what was it that she actually did that made this work? So Susan Washburn, thank you for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> so what took you so long? Well, I had a pandemic that came in the way. So I think <laughs> that gave me a good excuse. I started doing a few of the Savvy Women event via Zoom. And it went okay. Get, you know, we had to uh, pivot and adapt to the times that we were in. But I never felt like I got the full response. And... I came back to see you, I don't know, about a year ago, just to kind of get yes. back on track. And you said you never really launched. You you did this kind of halfway launch, right? I, I did it on Zoom, but I didn't get out there and really put it forward. And I knew when I came to one of your retreats, which is always fun to be with such a great group of different women each time I've been, that you were helping them do a launch event. And I realized, or we realized that I needed to relaunch, do a launch too, right? One where yes. it was in person in live. So that's kind of what got in the way. And I just thought, wow, I need to do this. I need to. Yes. Well, you had, you had the um, country club space. You yes. had the event. You had it all, right? Now, you're you're still working on the inner workings of the practice there, and there are many things that you did that allowed you to become a partner. Where did fear come into play? I think it's fear of the unknown, fear of doing something new. So I think getting past all of that, when we kind of had a, um, after my 
event a week ago or two weeks ago when I called you, I think you asked me, how would you describe this? And all of a sudden I said, I felt fearless. I felt <sighs> like, let's just put it out there in the universe and see how it goes. So I love that, right? And you know, what's interesting is in the coaching that I do, you know, they talk about how to overcome fear. And a lot of times fear is just taking one step, it one is. step. And in many times I say, I don't care if nobody comes. A big part of this is the marketing. Now, the bonus is when you get a room full of women and the energy you derive from that. But there's always fear. And some of that fear is based on the traditional world that we came from, the traditional industry, right? It was always about you know, how many butts in the seat, which I always hated that phrase. But I think to women, it's not about the numbers. It's about the quality of engagement. And we had the- great quality of engagement. It, it was a very intimate setting. We had it, it was a room that's traditionally a boardroom. And I said, no, that's not going to work. So we got four tables of four people. We had some women from the office come, which was great because it was all women. It wasn't that men couldn't come, but it was really focused on women. If a woman wanted to bring a significant other or a spouse or a husband, that wasn't, was not, not an option. It just didn't happen that way. So we had this great energy of women in the room and it was so fun to have all of these women getting to know each other who didn't know each other. Some did know each other. You know, I found that asking women to bring a friend was a really successful strategy that when women, I think, go to these events alone, it might feel uncomfortable. Yes. And I learned from, I think from you and from others that get someone to come along with you. And that made it, I think, I don't know, it felt like just a great room of women having a great conversation. You know, we talked about that after um, you shared all the things that happened. And I'm going to ask you questions. We're going to step through the process because I think it's really important. But one of the things we looked at is, you know, as a financial advisor, you always say you're you're invited to bring a friend, right? Or please bring a friend. Well, it's a little bit self-promoting. They know why you want them to bring a friend. Right. But what we learned is that because of the presentation you shared, now, folks, you're going to hear a lot about the Savvy Women Invest on Purpose seminar. It is a seminar I created, um, and it is available on our site. But the point is, it was designed to be highly engaging. And there are a number of exercises that they do, and then they share their response. And so we thought, well, why not put on the invitation? We will be doing a number of highly engaging exercises where you will be asked to share. It's always more fun and comfortable sharing with somebody that you brought with you. So we encourage you to bring a friend. Now, that takes the whole invite a friend to a whole new level. It's about them. I agree. Okay. 
So you had this and beautiful I think space. Some of the women that came didn't know that they were going to get, I mean, one of my clients brought a lot of women and I think they were surprised that they were going to be engaged so much. And didn't one of the ladies say this was so much fun? Yes. The word fun came out of uh, fun and financial all in one sentence or all in one hour. That's exactly right. And we also talked about the importance of doing an exercise right up front that gets them loosened up. Right? So you've got this beautiful room. You've sent out the invitation. Who did you send the invitation to? Well, I I handed them out at some networking events. We have a ProVice Perspective newsletter that goes out twice a month, and I made sure that that got to the top of the newsletter, so we were getting some exposure that way. I also reached out to some clients and said, having this fun, engaging event where we're really going to look at purpose and we're going to look at how do you what do you need? What do you expect? What should you be asking for in your relationship with your financial team? So very open-ended questions, mm-hmm. um, asking for how you feel a little bit about things and doing things in a different way than the industry has always told us we need to go. Yes. Yes. Very important. So you're there. People walk in the room. Yes. What were you doing? I I pretended I when I didn't pretend I was the hostess, a hostess of a fun party. So right. as people came in, if I didn't know them, I introduced them. I found them one of the four tables that was set up. If you know two or three women were already together, that was great. I went over and made sure that they had a beverage of their choice, whether it be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. So you know that's important too. So just making people feel comfortable, giving them 10, 15 minutes to get a a drink. We had a beautiful charcuterie board there and giving them the chance to, you know, get something to nibble on and make sure everyone was really comfortable before we started. So I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to how when I hosted events at the Ritz and I would allow other advisors in our firm to participate, they could have their own table And the exact same thing happened. I would introduce, I would, you know, welcome my participants, and then I would walk them to the table and introduce them to the other people at the table. And you're trying to find commonalities. You don't realize how important this is. It's creating a very warm, safe, comforting environment. Okay. So they're up, they're getting drinks, they're getting charcuterie. Now what? So we kind of set them up and said, let's get this party started. Let's go. And it was nice because I, like you said, we did have, I had four wonderful women from my office come and the participants noticed that it, and we're comfortable that ProVice has such a strong commitment of women working for us and how important they are to who we are as a firm. So I think that message was articulated by one of the guests. And I think it was also subtly noticed that, you know, it was all women there embracing other women, supporting other women, um, lifting them up, empowering them and showing them away. I love that. 
And you know what else I think is really important? If you want your support staff really involved, when you have an event, they need to be there. They need to come. And especially, I'm sure even your support staff loved the event. And they were probably surprised. They loved it even more. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it wasn't something that they felt they didn't have the right knowledge. And one or two of them said, you know, I have a neighbor that I want to bring next time. And I said, that's great. Now that they know what it's all about, now that they know I'm not putting up graphs of trends or bar charts or all the analytics, and they get to talk about money, and they get to talk about their money stories. And I think before we can even go into all the technical stuff, you need to know who you are and the purpose of your money. And I think that theme is the basis, the building block that you need to have. And often, it's a gathering of assets conversation for so many women when they go somewhere. Absolutely. And this, it's different, it right? And um, what the other thing is, because your team participated, the next time you have one, they're going to be way more enthusiastic about inviting clients. And that's another thing you can look at. You know, there are a couple ways to use the Savvy Women Seminar. One, you might want every one of your female clients to come once. And so if you're doing it, I think that's a great idea. Because if they love it, and now that we know a more practical reason to encourage them to invite a friend, you're going to double your participation level, right? I had a client come in yesterday in our lobby. She was waiting a second. I have my invites up on a little easel. Love it. And she picked one up while she looked at and I gave her one. I said, join us. I love that. You know, and I think she might come. I just, it's inviting people. And sometimes we forget everything gets kind of impersonal with an email. We just send an email out rather than making a call. This morning, actually, a friend of mine, I had given her an invite and I called her up and I said, hey, we've got another event coming on. November 14th. I'd love to have you join us, bring your sister, bring a friend. It's fun. It's engaging. It's a starting point. And that's when I realized that sometimes I'm fearful about going after and inviting, but it's just a hello. Hi, how are you? Are you interested? Yeah. Hey, by the way, I host these Savvy Women Invest on Purpose events, and the women love it. And I'd love for you to come and be my guest. Let me know if the date works for you. Done. It's like you're offering something, not selling them. And the response was just so much more different in person when we did the Savvy Women Invest than via Zoom. It was just so much more interactive. It was fun. I wasn't worrying about technology, and I wasn't worrying about whether someone's going to black themselves out on the the Zoom list. You know, when you take the image away and you're talking to a, I'm talking to a black box going, who's behind that box? So it was just nice to have The other thing I like is that for anybody that can replicate this, Susan belongs to this club and she goes out golfing. Now, eventually 
people are going to see every month she's doing this event. She probably has a foam board outside on an easel, Savvy Women Invest on Purpose with Susan Washburn, and they're going to start asking. All we want to do is create opportunities that people want to know more and ask us questions. And that's the whole point, even of the compelling message. It's little nuggets that you have. And I think that's important to remember. I explained to all of my partners when I started this up, just like you said, even if you only get one, two or three people, that's not really the whole purpose. The whole purpose is to let people know you're out there. You're out there. And, and different and have a message for women that maybe not what they're used to. One of my friends who's coming to the next savvy women said to me, Oh, I'm trying to get people, but they all have an advisor. And I said to her, but what happens when the couple has an advisor and the spouse dies? Is that really her advisor? Is she engaged? Is she part of those conversations or is that her husband's advisor? And when he dies one day, What's going to happen? Because we know statistically that a lot of women leave an advisor yes. that they had with a spouse. Because and I think that, that was that's his advice. This the statistic. I think it was Boston Financial. Anyway, when I started in the business, they started talking about that, and it was after a woman loses a spouse, whether it's through death or divorce. Right. 70% of them will leave their advisor within three years. Today, it's less than one year. No, I, I think it's even higher percentage. But this friend said, wow, that's something I can share with people. I said, that's the message to let people know I'm available. This is how we do things differently here. We don't do things, I don't know. I always say the industry was built by men for men. And yes. How do women feel in that model or that mold? We need to do something differently to appeal to women. And I think just doing the Savvy Women event is a huge step forward in saying, let's look at the other part of money. Let's look at who I am as a person. One of the great things you do mm-hmm. with when you were coaching is to get a, get my story so yeah. I'm comfortable sharing with people. And that's been a huge, 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 huge for me. Yes. You know, when I say, if I say I'm a financial planner, people are like sleeping, Mm. (laughs) moving on. Yeah. Yawn. I I have an engaging wealth practice for women that stops them. So I think it's so important to have a story that is genuine and authentic and people can connect with. And like you you said at the beginning, my money journey or my journey financially required me to be lost in the desert for a long time, trying to figure it out with a hurricane and a divorce and the financial chaos. But as you and I both know, that happens to a lot of people, men and women, but women have unique challenges. And that's why I think it's so important that they find the person or the team that they can work with that understands who they are and, and supports what- them in that journey. And you won't always get that. You, you're very fortunate 
right? And there was some resistance. Part of that resistance comes because men only know how they do it. And they know the way they did it worked. And it's very difficult for them to really recognize, well, why can't you do it this way? Well, you could do it this way. You could follow what they did, but you're not going to be nearly as successful. And women want different. They want real. They want authenticity. And that's what you bring to the table. The minute you've got your message, your confidence goes up, then you're presenting this to your team and it's a whole new ballgame. Agreed. The, the world has just changed. My father, who's in the industry, he could go on the golf course and play with the guys and, and that was marketing. Today, yes. women need so much more. They they need a plan. They need someone to walk that journey with them. We We live longer. We have less money that we go into retirement with. We still don't even earn the same amount that men earn for the same jobs. So we have unique challenges and we need to find that person or persons that can help you live your lifestyle, figure out yes. what the purpose of your money is, what, how are you going to make that happen and speak in a language that is meaningful to you. One of the exercises that you have in the savvy women that I think is so much fun is the money buckets um, exercise. Yes. Why do you like that? Because it gets people engaging. For listeners, what happens is, let's say you win the lottery and get 10, 10 million, 10,000 probably won't go far enough. But if you have $10 million, list four different ways you would spend those monies, one being the highest priority and all the way down. And it's a great way to see who you are. And I don't know that people ever think about that. Right. Would you spend And if they do, it's with the financial advisor and their husband there and their thoughts and ideas and desires just kind of get squashed within there. Maybe not intentionally squashed, but when you have this environment and, and you're hearing other women say, well, you know, I really want to travel, you know, and their kids are at the bottom of the list. That's okay. Right. And so what we want to do is hear from them. And I think that's what makes this type of an event so much easier, so much more effective, because the less you do the talking, the more brilliant you become, right? And it's a lot more fun when there's participation. And I say that at the beginning. I say it loud and clearly. I want you to participate throughout this 45 minutes, this half hour, however long we go. I don't want to be the one speaking the whole time. We look at what are women's strengths. And it's always interesting to see what women come up with. Right. And to kind of compare them. This time I got, well, self-care. And I thought, isn't that wonderful and insightful that someone thought how important that is that we take care of ourselves. I love that. that. Physically, emotionally, spiritually. And I I just really love that. That was one I hadn't really ever thought about, but it is critical. And it's something. It is critical. 
I want to take a quick break to tell you something that is super important. You know, women with money need you. They are tired of not being served properly by the financial industry, and they're craving an advisor who gets them, and that's you. But unless you're marketing to women on purpose, they don't know how to find you. That's why we created the Women on Purpose program. This program allows you to infuse a feminine approach into every aspect of your business. Your message, your process, your marketing, all needs to speak women. The Women on Purpose program will give you the training and the coaching you need at a very, very affordable price. So check out our website, femxadvisor.com, and click on our Women on Purpose tab. Again, femxadvisor.com, then click on the Women on Purpose tab, and then you can let every woman know you care. So... How did you end the event? We ended the event with some open-ended questions to kind of say, what was the most engaging part of this event? What are you going to do differently as a result of this event? Are you getting from your financial team what you need? Do you know what to ask for, how to ask for it? Are you getting all of that? And then I also used it as an opportunity to say, I love giving back to the community. And this is one of the ways I do it. If there's a women's group that you think would find this to be fun and engaging and get the conversation started, I'd love to come chat. And trying to just get my name out in the community as someone that works with women, and it's a passion of mine to work with women, to help them avoid some of maybe the traps I've fallen into in my journey. And I mean, you. Have, every woman has a story. You have a wonderful story about your mother and the challenges every woman, she's yeah. faced. And I think every woman does have a story. And taking the time to listen to other people's stories to me is really important. It, it, it is really important. Me. It, it so I want to clarify like. that the, the open-ended question that Susan is talking about is based on our impact form. And it always annoyed me. I go to a seminar and, and I will say seminar then because they were boring and rigid and you sit and listen and let me do all the talking. And then they give out an evaluation form. And now you want me as a participant to evaluate your speaking skills. Now you give me topics that you would like to, to learn about. We don't do any of that. Right. Yeah. We want them to take action afterwards. And that's what the impact form does. Now, were you able to share your three paths to success, the wealth strategy, the wealth builders? That's something that we had a chat about that I'm going to do with the next version. So that's the great thing about this, to see the trial and error, to see what works. Yes. And I thought you had a great suggestion on that's one of the ways that we can make this even more effective to talk about, are you a wealth starter? Are you a wealth builder? builder. Are you wealth strategy? strategy? And to put these different categories of where my value comes in as an advisor. There is There's some people who don't have those assets, but they can still be very valuable. I always give them some time and they can get on 
the appointment book, so to speak. And then there are those other women that who have accumulated more wealth where my team can help with tax issues. They can help with estate planning, looking at the overall financial plan to see maybe what you're missing or what you could do better. So it's really important that in the next meeting or the next group event that that's going to be my ending. So, you know, one of the things, and I just did a podcast, I think it launched last week. Anyway, it was teaching about the three paths to success. And and what Susan is talking about is really, really important because you need to be clear. And especially as a woman, you need to clarify that most of my clients fall into one of two categories. Well, strategy clients have three million or more, have complex issues, and are looking for real team organization. The wealth builders have already proven their commitment to saving and investing, right? Have accumulated potentially 500,000 or more and are very committed to adding to this, this investment portfolio. And then we have the wealth starters. And the wealth starters are people that just haven't had the opportunity to get started. Typically, I can I carve out a day every month where I will work and meet with wealth starters who simply want the guidance. So the impact form and what you can do on the impact form is list those titles. People love to qualify for things. I agree. And I think it gives a lot of clarity for both me as well as the women I'm speaking to, the people I'm speaking with. So absolutely. And then you really want to share at the end that I realize a lot of times I'm asked, how can I work with you? Well, the reality is some of you will never work with me. You've got a fabulous advisor. You're very happy. Go for it. Then there are others who really are just starting out. It's those in the middle that are thinking, you know, I really need to take charge of my financial life. I really want right. to know more. And those are the, th- those are the ones that should mark down. Let's schedule an appointment. Let's schedule a time to meet. And so you want to build up to that, but not make it the whole focus of your presentation. Touch the spark, got got them moving, yes. That's right. There are three different kinds of people in the room. Those that will never do business with you, those that can't do business with you, and those that will do business with you eventually. And you need to show them the path and the opportunity. Well, we're running out of time, Susan. Is there one last thing? So, you know, I just want to emphasize the level of confidence in you has gone from being very tentative a year and a half ago to being fearless today. And when you approach things in a fearless manner, the true you shines through. Right? It just, it just, when I had a partner meeting yesterday, every, I thanked all the partners for, you know, several years ago, allowing me the opportunity to work with you. And they were very complimentary and they've seen the change. So I think when you are fearless and you have that confidence, it's just life-changing. And it so, is life-changing. 
It really is. I that may sound cliche, but it gave it just the whole process I went through with you. It was very meaningful. It was emotional. It was challenging. Nice. But I think that's digging deep. It's almost like therapy. It's isn't digging it? deep. Yes. It's almost like therapy. And some people we have to dig, we got to get the heavy drilling equipment out. Right. And I know when I was at the last retreat watching some of your new um what do we call coaching? What do we train? I don't know. You're yeah. the women you were coaching that I think that thought, they thought, oh, we'll just one draft and we'll have it down. Yes. You know? yeah. And it brought back memories of you're just starting. You're getting this all out on paper and then you're going to revise. And you're going to revise and you're going to edit. And even from the message I created when I first started with you, parts of it have changed over time. Yes. So. Because you've changed and you've opened up a little bit more and you're allowing yourself to be a, a little more vulnerable. Well, Susan, thank you again for participating on our podcast. I'm so happy for you. And I can't wait to hear about the results of your next event. Folks, for those of you who love our podcast or you want to learn more about our coaching programs, visit femxadvisor.com. And share the message, share the mission, share this with other women advisors who are really looking to become more fearless in their practice. Thank you all. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Femex Advisor Podcast with Adri Miller-Heckman. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Adri on LinkedIn. To learn more, visit Adri's website at femexadvisor.com. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Femex Advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.